0: of the Avatar Hour podcast, your ultimate companion podcast to the world and fandom of Avatar. I'm Andre.
1: And I'm Kayla.
0: And we've made it to episode
1: 100. Hey, look at us.
0: We're taking some time today to talk about what we've done so far, some news that we missed over the hiatus and what's next for the Avatar Hour podcast. But before we dive into all of that, um, Kayla, how was your hiatus? We've been gone since... I think like maybe like a week before Christmas. so It's yeah. always been a, a month for us.
1: Wow. Um. I mean, <laughs> this last month's been a blur, When me be completely honest. Like it was like Christmas, New Year's, and then shh, whatever the hell this is. And now it's like, oh my God, it's gonna be February next week. Like I was doing some things that like I'm supposed to do at the end of the month and I'm like, oh, I have another week. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> So it's been kind of a blur, but there's been like a lot of good things that have happened and some not so good things, but you know, I'm, I'm keeping trucking along and looking for, you know, better opportunities and taking steps to make those opportunities happen for me. So love that for you. Yeah, that. Thank you. Trying to establish some better habits for sure. <clears throat> to Same. Yeah. Live up to my new year's resolutions for once in my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I've been trying, I've been trying to get better at, um, budgeting things Mm, um and keeping track of my expenses because i always thought it would be like way too overwhelming to like record every um like purchase i make Mm -hmm. um but it's actually been pretty easy and it gives me like a better just glance at like where all my money's going because i feel like when you don't have a pulse on that a lot of the times it feels like why do i feel like i'm broke all the time where's my money going i have no idea where it's going and then you're able to like cut back on things like i had a bunch of i downloaded um not true bill it turned into another app um rocket money Mm -hmm. which is like basically like the better help of like advertisements for like podcasters. it's either it's always like either better help or rocket money Uh but it's like and this is not sponsored but it's supposed (sighs) to tell you like all of your like monthly subscriptions and stuff because sometimes it's hard to keep track of it um, especially when you do like free trials and then you like you know lose track of it and i i was i cut down on like 50 dollars of monthly subscriptions that i didn't know were even being used so that's a start what was, <laughs> that, what was that name again rocket money
1: rocket money okay i'm gonna write that down no. rocket yeah i like it because not
0: only it tells you like where your money's going it's also telling you like when those monthly subscriptions are like gonna be taken out. So it'll be like in three days you're playing you're paying for Paramount Plus. In five days you're paying for, you know, your PlayStation account, that sort of thing. So I'm better at that. So far it's been um going really well for me in terms of like habit tracking. I really am like I'm not an anti New Year's resolution person, but I do try to like just like pick one or two goals and like kind of stick to it. Mm-hmm. Um because I feel like that's just easier than like making a whole list of um resolutions and then not really fo- being able to like follow through on them i don't know if that makes sense
1: i totally understand i mean hey i'm working on like personally with me trying to like get uh try to like establish more so i'm more so trying to establish habits than meet like a specific goal mm-hmm. um i'm more so just like trying to get to the gym you know at least two or three times a week uh, i just rejoined planet fitness um i also you know um in or you know to try and do something at home just trying to do something exercise you know almost every weekday and also i'm starting to count more of like because again i'm part of a shadow cast I do a lot of rehearsals a lot of dancing so i'm also starting mm-hmm. to especially because we're going to head be heading into reefer madness season mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know reefer madness the movie musical has a lot of dancing and i am directing so I need to know how the dances go in mm-hmm. order to better help people and those dances are a fucking workout so i'm trying to like you know Hey, go to the gym and get that kind of exercise done. But also learning to count, hey, this counts as exercise, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, it doesn't have to always be chucking weights, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then just trying to like just eat healthier and stuff and you know, you know, get like obviously dealing with being broke and all, but you know, trying to find ways to be healthy while, you know, not like having a whole lot to spend, you know. Um Frozen vegetables. That's the one with
0: the keys there. <laughs> <laughs> Times uh, is hard. What do you know about those $10 eggs?
1: The $10 Bro? eggs? Jesus yes. Christ. Yes, oh.
0: it is crazy. At this point. I have <laughs> I've I heard about the egg phenomenon happening. There's some places, some places in the United meat's States been where expensive. they're... expensive. Oh, meat's... Yeah, meat's always been, like, super expensive for me. But there's some places in the United States where eggs, like, for a carton of 24, it's, like, $30, $40. Why? It's something to do with the chickens. I don't know. There's like, there's just scarcity. Chickens need to get their shit together. (laughs) Yeah, for real. I don't know. Um, Yeah. Inflation. Love that. Speaking of inflation, we're apartment hunting again.
1: Oh, jeez.
0: Which, if you were around when I was doing this last year, you know just how completely soul-sucking it is to do that in this current economy, which is arguably worse than it was last year. Um, So, that's been fun. I've been... We're really, like anxious about it this time because like last year we were at a place that we didn't have like a you know we had to get out by a certain amount of time you know like we always had somewhere to like fall back on but this time we already like sent out our notice to vacate so come april 15th like we can no longer be here anymore so the thing is like we're trying to like get a start on searching places and you're thinking andre it's like middle of january why are you starting or end of january it it doesn't matter (laughs) but then the thing is the places that we're looking at it's we're trying to move into like we're trying to stray away from apartments looking at townhomes because we just need more space i need my own office um i'm recording podcasts from my bedroom which tests my relationship sometimes so i'd rather not do that for another year but the thing is because the market goes like that like that like that even if we put an application even if we're good residents it's still the fact of like we won't be able to move in for another three months right Mm. so but then the other option is to wait until like march or april um and then hopefully we'll be able to find somewhere that will be able to take us in immediately but then like other than that we have like no place to go so we're kind of stuck of like trying to be proactive about it yeah um, that's smart. and trying to secure a place like way in advance but i don't think i don't think that's gonna work out i don't think we're gonna find any any place until come march unfortunately so that's gonna be fun i'm not looking forward to moving out i hate moving i hate packing unpacking i love the packing of things no um no not at all Well, i was
1: hoping to also move around the same time you're moving out but unfortunately my uh apartments got me in a fucking ironclad uh lease where Mm -hmm. if i want to break my lease sooner i have to cough up four thousand dollars and i have never had that much money in my account in my life (laughs) literally so like yeah i'm stuck here until like halloween um Ugh. yeah so that's been really fucking frustrating especially because i really would like to move in with my girlfriend sooner but i guess mm. that's just that is just not to be i guess yet i guess uh, mm-hmm. mm. yeah it's a whole shindig so yeah we're just mm-hmm. we've now reached we've we, this is, we've now reached the bitching about our lives part of the show <laughs> 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 adult problems the that cons- everyone can relate to
0: yeah right <laughs> um well, let's talk about something that was fun. We guested in on yes. the My Cabbages Avatar podcast, and that yes. was really fun. They we talked about fun. the Southern Raiders episode um, mm-hmm. from Avatar, which is like one of my all-time favorite episodes of Avatar ever. That was fun um, to revisit for sure. Yeah, Alex and Zach were super chill. We got real. I-, I was surprised at like how deep we got into some of the um, discussions because I wasn't like super aware of how they formatted their discussions mm-hmm. and. It's interesting because they actually they take on one episode at a time, mm-hmm. whereas we like double fist it and try like try to do two at a time to get through it quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that definitely like opened up a lot more space to talk about some very specific things. So if you guys are interested in listening to the episode, just type in my cabbages podcast um, and they're available, I believe, everywhere where you can listen to podcasts just like us. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they're really great. They every episode they have um a fellow either avatar podcaster or podcast creator or someone in the fandom to come on and talk about an episode. Um, which, you know, we love. <laughs> involving the fandom Mm -hmm. um so yeah if you guys want to i've also listened to a couple other episodes too they're just they're just really fun people and they really have really interesting discussions about things so i would definitely go check it out again that's my cabbages podcast so yeah
1: check
0: them out um okay should we get into the deluge of news I mean
1: like I always say whenever we have news whenever we like you know take a break or we have a slow news week or something and then just the you know the, the dam's open and there's so much news so I mean mm-hmm. well, we were also on hiatus but it just still falls into the patterns that we have and we're on a regular schedule anyway
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly um so yeah we got a couple of news things here so let's just get right into it I'm excited to talk about some of these things um Arguably, the biggest piece of news that we received during the hiatus was that it is confirmed that we will be getting a brand new animated TV series featuring the next Avatar in the cycle after Korra. We will also be getting an animated film featuring this Avatar in the years after the series premieres, which I think is interesting. Hmm. The TV series is set to premiere currently in 2025, which is the year of Avatar because that's where all the other Avatar Studios things are coming out. Um but there is no premiere date yet for the movie, but I imagine that's gonna be way later. Um mm-hmm. we don't know if this film will come out after that initial series concludes or it'll be like a like a hiatus kind of film that bridges the gap between seasons. We're not sure. Um it's kind of like unprecedented. I'm not I'm like interested to see how that goes.
1: Um but I mean let me ask you Kayla were you shocked about this for sure i was i was i mean hey i always love hearing any kind of news about avatar content you know me but that like i kind of gagged me a little bit not gonna lie Mm -hmm. like uh, i mean like i'm not saying that's you know Avatar, like like franchises are you know going to act the exact same way but you know for instance like star wars they did the sequel stuff But now they're kind of going back a little bit in their time, in their, you know, universe timeline and focusing more on stories that happened before certain movies took place. Mm -hmm. So, like, we are getting both, though, of course, which will eventually lead us into our next news item. But I was kind of surprised that they were going to announce it this soon, that they're going to do the next Avatar in this cycle. Like, I thought that would be maybe like, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not, I can't, let me rephrase that. My surprise is not from the fact that they're going to do, that they're doing it. It's more so of uh, the timing of when they're doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, hey, that lets, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do, especially because, like, all the, you know, how much the technology, for instance, impacted Korra's story and the threats that she faced. Like, what other technological advances? And what does that world look like after Korra? Like, I am mm-hmm. so fascinated by it. Um, and also, I, this kind of also brings me into a little bit of fandom news. Um, the Legend of Genji is discontinuing.
0: Yeah, which was kind of an, a a move that was motivated by this. Mm-hmm. Um, they did mention that you know with Avatar Studios making the content similar to this of the Avatar Aftercore that they thought it would be a good time, which is. It's sad news because they did a really, really good job. And how many with years Genji? And how many yeah. years in
1: world building and development they put into it? Which I completely understand why they discontinued it. And also, they're like they added in their statement that you know they wanted to let their you know the collaborators kind of just like eventually kind of released to do their own things um that is also perfectly valid to stop a project like this mm-hmm. um but you know i just want to give a shout out if any of the legend of genji folks uh are still listening to us we do have a podcast with uh, some of the people behind it i uh, have an episode i can't remember what episode number but we have one mm-hmm. um if you want to learn more about the legend of genji mm-hmm. and what it was setting up but uh yeah, I just want to give it. I mean, especially because like it's probably one of the biggest, well-known fan projects in the Avatar fandom. So mm. you know, kind of an end of an era, and it was kind of created in a time where we didn't have a whole lot of Avatar content, at least traditional Avatar content. So it kind of filled that gap a little bit, and now that we're kind of getting a surge of it, you know.
0: I think yeah. I guess I was shocked. By the way, that's episode forty-three. Uh, that we talked to the Legend of Genji creators, episode forty-three. <laughs> uh, no problem. Um, no, I mean, I was, I wasn't. I guess I wasn't that shocked because I, I kind of always felt like this was in the cards for Avatar Studios. I was mainly shocked that we were hearing about it so soon. Yes, that's where um, more of the gag came from. Which, but I mean, with the premiere date being what it is, which is the same year as the adult the young adult gang movie that's supposed to come out. Um, I guess it is high time to start announcing that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm really interested to see obviously where it goes. I think the announcement of this is interesting because I think now it is also safe to assume that we are going to get another series after this taught for our, the last the fourth avatar in this cycle, which I think always just made sense for Avatar to do to have an animated series with each avatar representing each element. And I think it'll be interesting because if they do decide to go that way, I imagine this show being reflective of maybe like the 80s and 90s of that world. And if they continue the series, then maybe the fire avatar will be now, like the 2020s um so again that'll that'll be interesting to see but yeah i'm really i I, i'm yeah i'm just ready for it I'm, i'm ready for it i'm interested to see what the reaction will be like um and how this will also affect just like other fandom projects i don't know if part of me is like kind of scared that avatar studios will kind of run aground of you know possible accusations of like stealing Content solely because there is a just a complete massive uh, like collection of fan fiction that is set after Korra, mm-hmm. specifically about the Avatar after Korra, um, and I I think it will definitely sort of I don't want to say test the relationship between Avatar Studios and the fandom, but I just think it's going to be interesting to see because I think there it, it that has happened a little bit in the past. Like I remember. Well, I don't remember because I wasn't reading AO3 when it first came out. But <laughs> for anyone who knows, AO3 was born out of the fact that, um, you know, creators were, like, trying to sue fans for writing fan fiction.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, and Rice. Uh- <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, and Rice. <laughs> um, and it's kind of unprecedented for the opposite to happen. But, you know, in this day and age where I think the relationship between the creator of a show and a fan is just so completely different than what it was back then i'm i'm interested to see what the phantom impact the show is going to have i'm speculating a lot here but that's just kind of the first thing i thought of when i saw that legend again legend of genji was discontinuing mm-hmm. um I w- I, it just was something that i thought of but yeah 2025 man look mm-hmm. we're gonna be drowning in Avatar content, and I, for one, cannot wait.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's been so long. Uh, yeah. But also, like, I never really got to engage with fandom, like, while, like, things were actively coming out, like, movies and shows and stuff, so I'm kind yeah. of excited to be riding that wave, you know?
0: Yeah, and this is gonna be, I think this is gonna be huge, and I think if Paramount Plus plays their cards right, I think they will give Avatar Studios uh 30-minute episodes uninterrupted, And market it well so you can have not only like the cultural impact that just is Avatar, but one of the things that I've been noticing has been coming back lately is uh, appointment-watching things um, and people tuning in all around the world at the same time on the same day to watch something. Right now, that's The Last of Us. It was House of the Dragon a couple of months ago. These HBO shows do a really good job of banking in on that appointment-watching you know phenomenon, and I think Paramount Plus needs to get on that because I arguably think Avatar has a, a comparable social and cultural impact to <laughs> literally Game of Thrones, um, and that I'm completely serious in that take. So I really hope Paramount Plus treats the writers well, and we don't get another situation where Nickelodeon is like, basically, oh, let's just put the last season online because hmm. just because. You know, Just so.
1: shits and giggles, yeah. Yeah. So, in other news and more Avatar content news, uh, Dante Bosco, the original voice actor for Zooker, will be returning to voice his character in the adult gang movie set to premiere in 2025. So yes, we get the OG back. <laughs> Return of the King. <laughs> 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 That's so exciting! But also on top of that. Um, they are there's now a global casting call for Asian and Indigenous actors in their twenties that are going out now to find the voice actors to play, you know, the gang as adults. And mm-hmm. that also is very exciting to see, too. Uh, yeah, love that. I
0: love I love that they're being more conscious of that. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And we've also received a projected release date for this movie that's rumored in the last couple of months, but now is set for October 6, 2026 um and the month and day are just projected right now but you know we know that we will be getting this in 2026 so maybe the month and day will change but we know the year that's something start your countdown now people (laughs) and this is
0: specifically the zuko solo movie yes um that we released we had info come out about um yeah love it all around love it all around
1: yeah i love this this is this is exciting. This is what this was. This was going to carry me for the next few years of my beginning adult life.
0: <laughs> How oh. do you feel about? Um, well, let me ask you a question. How did you feel about um, the voice actors that they got to play the adult gang uh, in Legend of Korra?
1: Um, I didn't really have much of a opinion, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Obviously, as an adjustment real quick. And obviously, A, they looked the characters looked different. So that did kind of help to, you know, different, but you know, obviously keeping true to their original depictions. I don't really have too many strong opinions on who they got for the flashbacks in Korra, personally. Um, uh, however, I do think that the person they got to voice Toph as an old as an old lady uh, is phenomenal. Excellent choice. That's the mm. one that's the one that I have the strongest opinion on, and it's her. She nailed it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> agreed (laughs) my only my only one that i was always iffy on was um old zuko um yeah yeah. that's the only one is but the other ones i just i'm just asking because i have yet to see people like complain about you know them not getting the older original voice actors um but i think you know even jeanette varney has said that um she i don't think she will be returning to her prize her role for the Cora animated movie, which we we know is also coming, uh, because she wants that role to go to an indigenous actor, which I think is amazing. Even though I love Jeanette Varney, and I think she has such a unique voice. Oh, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think these things can happen, and it's okay, so.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's still the same character. It's a different poic- yeah. person voicing it, and a person who doesn't get, you know, these big franchise roles usually, like. Right, right you don't really hear too much about you know for obvious reasons like you know big and you know like big budget animation um obviously there's obviously it's gotten much better but to see more of this is and to see that they're prioritizing this in their casting lists and things like that and even like you know one of the actors even basically say like yeah like let someone else do it Mm um that makes me happy
0: (laughs) Um. Okay, and then this last bit of news, this is really interesting, and I want to get your thoughts on this, Kayla. So, Avatar Avatar Studios and Netflix have been rumored to be collaborating on the live-action Avatar series that Netflix is producing together, with Avatar Studios providing Netflix with new canon for the show to include. Now, this begs the ultimate question that I had, which is now can the Netflix live action series be considered Avatar canon and could we potentially see a closer working relationship between Avatar and Netflix after the first season airs?
1: I say that what do you depends. think about this? I say the relationship definitely would be something that depends on how well that first season goes mm-hmm. and how well it's received. Um, and then another thing... That also kind of gagged me a little bit there especially because Avatar Studios is working with Paramount Plus which is, you know, another rival streaming service. So that kind of like threw me for a loop for a second. Um hearing about that, but mm. as for like Avatar canon, I say with like, you know, revisiting the story and maybe tweaking a few things, that just kind of gives me like, you know, another universe, another way of looking at things. A, a what if mm. scenario, you know. Mm-hmm i'm not sure how much will change obviously we don't know that yet but you know yeah
0: yeah i mean given this bit of news and what we've heard about the live action series so far i mean it's safe to assume that we can expect changes and i i was previously like nervous about them not necessarily about the changes but just the reaction to those changes because historically fans have not reacted well to changes and adaptations um but that all changed when i started watching the last of us which i don't know if you're watching kayla too um i got very much max (laughs) oh i get it expensive um but i forever who oh my god i can't speak to whoever's not watching it so this show is basically an adaptation of the The video video game game the last of us that came out i think 2011 2012 um and they have the same people who worked on the the video game, working on the show, writing it, creating it, producing it, directing it. Um, And what I've noticed is there have been pretty substantial changes um, for the show, but no one really seems to mind, which I think is really interesting. And I think the reason for it is the show is balancing like significant story, character, narrative changes with completely faithful replication of things from the video game and i think because there's that balance people don't mind the changes a whole lot and i think arguably the changes make the original story even better and more fleshed out which is what i'm hoping to see with the netflix live action series so i've kind of changed my whole tune on you know the the like fans being right and fans being upset about changes i think it all depends on like the context of those changes um obviously i think no matter what there's still people that are going to be um upset whatever this show does i can just kind of see it now just based on you know the general state of things you know Mm -hmm. generally gesturing um (laughs) but yeah so but then in terms of like this new canon thing i i'm not i i'd like to know what this specific canon is um and whether or not they are working with Netflix to basically help support the new canon that's going to be established in the future Avatar shows. So I don't I imagine the connection between those things are like pretty tenuous, but you know, I think we still don't know the exact reasons why Brike decided to leave um the Netflix show. And I think we probably will never know. We could probably surmise some things after we see the show come out, which is again supposed to happen this year, but I have heard nothing about it, so i don't I'm not sure I'm not so sure anymore yeah um but i could I could see a world where the first season comes out it's received extremely well, and Mike and brian not don't they don't return, but they're like regularly consulted with. Um, because it, it, we were led to believe that Avatar Studios, Netflix live action series, completely separate camps, no mm-hmm. communication whatsoever, and I think that could change depending on how this um, series pans out. And I think it suggests to me as well that there has there was some course correction after Brice decided to leave. That they thought, oh, we should probably really look at this really hard and take in their feedback to see why they left and see what we can do to you know steer this back to a better place. So I'm just I'm just really interested to see how all of this plays out but um but yeah it it was it was a little shocking to hear that they were collaborating working together. Um mm-hmm. and we'll see how that goes but you know what I think it just makes sense just from a business standpoint. I mean you've got this giant IP that's being produced by two completely separate entities. I think it makes perfect sense to try and you know reach across reach across the aisle in a non-political sense um, and work together. So yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. I, I agree. I agree. Um, cool. Any last thoughts on this, you know, giant Slew package? Of news. Of a- <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else I that hasn't been said already. Cool. 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 Um, okay. So before we go
0: on, uh, we just wanted to let you know that these, Bi-weekly episodes are not the only way that you can enjoy the Avatar Hour podcast. We have tons of exclusive content on our Patreon for as little as $1 a month and up to $5 a month, including early release ad-free episodes, our Zoom recording sessions, access to our episode schedule so you can see what we're talking about in advance, as well as our flagship benefit, the Avatar After Hour, where Kayla and I have little mini discussions about a specific topic, Um, and once we get into our next, you know, set of Whatever we're talking about, which we will reveal at the end of the show, um, we are going to be letting you guys know what we have planned for our next After Hour. So, if you'd like to tune in for that, have a head over to our Patreon at patreon.com/slash the Avatar Hour podcast.
1: And I mean, After Hour is super fun to record, and I bet it's super fun to watch. But like some episodes mm. that we've done, we have reacted to uh, a what was we watched? Reacted to Avatar TikTok. We also mm. watched. Um, we also like did a te- we did a what was the oracle card readings uh, yes for for different char- characters yeah for characters in Avatar <laughs> and for characters in Korra, which that was really fun. Yeah. That was really fun. That's definitely a unique way of engaging with fandom.
0: That worked out a lot better than I thought it would too. So yeah. definitely go definitely go and check that out. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And there's what's another good one? We had one where we were doing uh we acted terrible Avatar costumes. I fucking loved that. <laughs> that was a good one. Oh
0: yeah. An oldie but a goodie. I do love that one.
1: Oh, and also we did like a, a Twitter casted uh, the last Airbender live action remake. Yes. Uh, we had some truly cursed decisions. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. You can truly see all terrible. those. Yes. Oh my God. You get see those terrible decisions and funny bits and all that good stuff if you subscribe to our Patreon at the $5 level and you can get more shenanigans that you don't get to see for everyone else. Love it. All right.
0: so. One hundredth episode, Kayla.
1: Um I gotta make an obligatory reference that we've been making to the beginning of the podcast. Look at us. Who'd have thought? <laughs> Bring it. Not, back. Me. Not me. Not me.
0: <laughs> um so we, look. Let's 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 break it down. Let's let, yeah. let, we're just checking in here. Let's yeah. be r- real and honest and vulnerable. So mm-hmm. we were going to try and do something like You know, momentous and big, Forever Hundred episode. We're not going to tell you what we had planned because we might do it at some point. Um, Yeah. But you know, uh, me and Kayla—not to speak for you, um, Kayla—and you can stop me if I start misrepresenting uh, (laughs) anything. But I'm sure, um, I'm sure you got it. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: we—I have been thinking a lot about like my relationship to this podcast. Um versus when we started it um and i think it's hard to remind myself sometimes that we did start this podcast truly almost like in a vacuum where both of our lives were kind of at a standstill uh to say the least um we had very little going on you were still in school um i was freshly graduated and looking for the next step to do things and this podcast has been like an amazing, uh, just resource for me, not only to get to talk about Avatar with Kayla, but meeting a bunch of different people, having friends come on to the show, having a really good time. This sounds like a prelude to like, we're ending it, we're not ending it, but no, I just we're, we're, we're still doing for this <laughs> our, for our <laughs> listeners with anxiety. I'm, I'm just letting you know this isn't our, our final goodbye, but, um, but no, but. It we kind of, me and Kayla had to kind of take a step back and realize like, okay, like what really matters here? You know, we do, we love making the podcast. Um, but we're not in a position in our lives where we can be doing this at a full-time level of content creation, Mm -hmm. which is what we had been doing for two years on top of our full-time jobs on top of our full-time relationships literally everything else going on in our lives we had productions we were working on um family issues mental health stuff all this stuff going on and the show started taking a back seat in terms of like our priorities um and we started feeling some type of way of hopping on every week and that's why we pulled it back to bi-weekly which i think helped um but you know i was at, at one point really stressing about like what are we gonna do for this one hundredth episode? We we, you know, shifted tactics a couple of times, mm-hmm. and then we kind of just landed on let's just record an episode, and we'll just see where it goes. Because I I again, like, we're not we're this is a podcast about two gay people who like Africa, <laughs> right? This isn't like the ABC News or anything, right? We're yeah. not we're we're people's lives don't depend on this podcast. We're not no one's livelihood is at stake you know The, there it just came to a point where it was like adding so much stress that we had put on ourselves yeah um to create a certain level and quantity of content week to week to week to week uh um, yeah yeah i mean d- does that ring true to you kayla
1: For sure. I think especially with the Dawn of Yang Chen recap was where things kind of started, at least for me, started to get Mm. kind of like hard to do this podcast. Um, Not just because I didn't enjoy the source materials I liked as as much as I would like to, but that definitely didn't help either. Mm. Um, But like it kind of started to become like something that I wasn't enjoying as much as I used to. And Mm -hmm. it definitely was something that, you know... I wasn't like I was dreading it, but it's another thing to do during the day. And that biweekly format kind of gave me more something to look forward to as opposed to having another task to check off my checklist when I got home from work, you know. Um, And, you know, I think also with like the hiatus and, you know, kind of spending some time away from the podcast and, you know, focusing on other areas of my life. And obviously I am not the same person I was. Almost three years ago, when we started this podcast, my situation is definitely not the same as it was three years ago. Um, And you know, it's it's also you know one thing that we both talked about with going into this next set of episodes, with you know continuing our recap. We even rearranged some of the stuff we're going to talk about. Like we had like a (laughs) Andre, you wrote a schedule for us for like two almost two years in advance. (laughs) (laughs) this is the yes yes yeah (laughs) and like we're looking at this and we're like yeah we're like can we like bump this topic up can we like you know actually talk about this piece of avatar media first and then talk about this um and i will say that meeting was particularly uh eye-opening for me of like you know what no one's like you know there's no you know there's no boss over us that's making us you know do content we do plenty of that in our jobs You know, we both are content creators in our nine to fives. And, you know, so kind of just like allowing it and honestly reframing it, at least for me, from like something that was a full time thing, something that I enjoy, you know, that I am able to flex that content creator skills and, you know, employ those like digital marketing things that I learned in school and just apply it in like a fun, experimental way. And reframing it that way really helped. And if anything, I think it's gonna make the podcast a lot stronger. Hope it made some semblance of sense. It kind of went on tandem. No, no, no. It (laughs) makes
0: complete sense. But I I completely agree. I mean, we were working at a point where I was dedicating like anywhere from like five to 15 hours a week for the podcast. So that included watching the show, reading the book, doing the show notes, rereading things, rewatching things um editing which takes a long time um and this is just kind of what i've learned from doing a podcast this long and this i've noticed is a thing that happens with podcasts once you get to that two-year mark there's something about that second year where you start realizing okay do we need to be doing all this (laughs) right and and this is podcast specifically from you know, we're not working with a production company. We're not. Yeah. We're not. We're, we're not a corporation by anybody. And yeah. while we have the lovely support of our patrons, and we make a couple of pennies here and there from our ads on Anchor, you know, we're not going to be homeless if we don't do the podcast as often as 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 maybe some people would want it. Um, and if it were up to me, and we didn't have to work to survive, I'd probably <laughs> be putting in an episode of this podcast every day for y'all. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's just the reality of things. So mm-hmm. what this show is going to look like going forward our next episode we're going to start Legend of Korra Season 2. We're really excited for it. We need something to like, kind of like re-engage us with Avatar. Um, I kind of w- agree. I don't think Donnie Yang Chen was terrible but I think something about it just kind of like broke our flow a little bit. Um, and I'm hoping going back into Korra which is I would be safe to say that is our both our b- both of our most enjoyable, um, uh, Avatar content, our most treasured Avatar content. As we say we have um, more of an
1: emotional connection to Korra, uh,
0: right? Right, and
1: you know we have memories associated with it, and it's obviously been around a little longer. So there's you know, right, some reflection it is, it to is, be had. It's too. more,
0: yeah, and it's more of what we're used to doing. We are largely used to doing the recap episodes, um, but I mean even those have kind of like underwent oh yeah a lot of format changes we're trying to be less book reporty and more just kind of giving a giving y'all what we thought about the episode even if we don't hit every single beat um that is something that we are going to continue into cora um mm-hmm. so we can really focus more on like the discussion versus telling you what happened to the episode because odds are you already know um yeah so again that's just it's just things you learn on the journey of of making a podcast but i mean my love for it has not changed my dedication for it has not changed but there does come a point where you do have to look at the reality of things look at the priorities and um i want to turn this podcast back into something that um that i get to look forward to every week not to say i was like kayla not to say i was dreading it week to week but it did start to feel like okay that's a to-do list thing i mm-hmm. do but i wasn't doing it for the love of it is because like i had to do it and i'm like we're our own bosses here so if we're feeling any sort of way about it it's our fault <laughs> you know that's yeah. kind of the thing that that i've learned too as being a self-employed if i'm not satisfied with the job i'm doing it's because it's my fault. I'm my own boss. It is my responsibility, right? So, yeah. I'm really excited to see where it goes. We're going to finish out Season 4B. We're going to finish Season 2 of Korra. We've got two comic books we're doing at the end of that. If you'd like to see what those are, you can join us at Patreon. It's mm-hmm. already up there. Our episode schedule is up there. Um, but until then, we'll keep it a secret. Um, and we might do might do an extra episode uh, here and there. Um, but... We're going to finish out season 4B and it's going to be great. I'm really excited for it. I'm excited to talk about Cora again. Um especially this season cuz it's so divisive. Yeah, and,
1: we're going to talk um, yeah. We're going to have some we're going to have some very interesting discussions. Like is yeah, it
0: I've, ar- I've already done my show notes for the first episode and I have a lot of thoughts the
1: thesis uh, is was it as bad as people say it is
0: <laughs> yeah or just like did I did I actually like it or yeah. is, do I like it because it's Cora you know so <laughs>
1: multiple, so multiple, multiple theses going on here
0: so yeah so stay tuned in for that we're gonna keep to our bi-weekly weekly episodes for now um, that is just what's working us for us right now in this season of life maybe yeah. later on down the line if things lighten up we'll go back to weekly but for now this is just what works for us right now yeah um and we always want to be completely honest with you guys so thank you guys for your support while we're on the hiatus and, and your patience i I love being able to look at our stats and see that people still listen to our episodes even when we're, when we're not actively recording mm-hmm. um we hope to be. A really safe space for y'all to just come and enjoy avatar, um and we're just working to get more of that back into the show so um absolutely yeah i i know i I'm sorry, I know some of y'all maybe were expecting like a live stream or um, like a concert of some sort, um, <laughs> a choreographed Zoom dance. Um, I got to rise uh, enough
1: choreography <laughs> right now. I can't do that.
0: <laughs> um, but that's just this is just what we can give you right now. So I hope I hope you guys um understand. So. Yeah,
1: and you know it's we'll go up from here. And you know honestly, it's just it's just nice to kind of go back to the format of just two friends talking about yeah. the goings on in pop culture, especially Avatar. Um, and also, like, I kind of want to do a little like uh, call for things. Uh, one of my favorite things that we've done in the past is talking to fandom creators, talking, uh, you know, interviewing people, in, you know, talking to and like having friends on the podcast and stuff like that. And, you know, if you are a fandom creator, if you are a, you know, an art, you know, musician, an artist like who creates avatar content, like, we want to hear from people who are, you know, making cool things to celebrate this amazing world that we're all fans of. Yeah. Um, so if anyone is interested in being on the podcast and chatting with us about your art and your work, uh, we'd love to have you. And or if you just want to come on and talk about one exactly, of the episodes of like we'll, just, we'll see if
0: we can make it work. Absolutely.
1: Exactly. We love having friends on the podcast. We also love shouting out friends in the podcast. Um, and also you know, going into the next few months we have Cabbage Con coming up. Um, and mm-hmm. I will be going. I am planning i actually just got my ticket for my girlfriend so we will be there um and so yeah my girlfriend and i will be there and i'll be you know i'm excited to hopefully meet some of you my some of our listeners in person um and you know kind of meet some more cool people from the fandom that maybe did listen to the podcast before either way i just want to meet more nerds i'm very excited about this (laughs) virtually or in person that's what i'm hoping to get more out of in this next you know stage of the podcast.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Cool. All right. I think we've said enough. Let's (laughs) move on to recommendations. Kayla, what do you recommend for our lovely listeners?
1: So I might have recommended this already, but I don't give a shit. Um, It's timely and that's what matters. Uh, Everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, It has been nominated for, I think, 11 Oscars now. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I am so happy that it's being recognized this widely at awards season. I think it already won a few Golden Globes. Um, and and well fucking deserved. You know, I also kind of roll my eyes at some Oscars things because I'm just like, okay, great, whatever, like some usually it's a lot of like, you know, prestige films and stuff that I'm never going to watch. But I did watch everything everywhere all at once and it came out this summer. And I fucking loved it. I cried. I laughed my ass off and almost died in certain parts. Like it is just it is a roller coaster of emotions. And it it definitely lives up to that title of everything everywhere all at once. (laughs) It's probably my favorite. It it is the it is the much better version of a multiverse film. Uh, It Mm. tackles the multiverse in a much better way than I've been seeing in popular media recently. And I will stand by that. (laughs) (laughs) but also it's got like just some good really good messaging and like some big brain like you don't have to get into the big brain philosophy but you can just enjoy the ride uh you know you'll laugh you'll cry you'll yeah i mean i love the costuming for this and the makeup so no 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 complaints there uh either way check out everything everywhere all at once and you will understand why it's been so favored this award season because it is so well deserved yeah, have you seen I,
0: it? I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it. I've been meaning to watch it.
1: That I really shock need to treatment.
0: See it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, my, oh my recommendation, God. um, is this app called Notion. I have not been able to shut up about this app for weeks now since yeah, I've been it using for- it.
1: Take it from me. Uh,
0: yeah, take it I'm from kidding. Kayla, who I who I've strong armed into using for the podcast. Foisted it um, upon me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Okay, so if you're like me and you need <laughs> something to organize all the things you got to do, um, budgeting, work tasks, anything, project management, any sort of thing. And everyone keeps telling you, get a calendar, get an agenda, you know, get a, a mm-hmm. notebook and keep your to-do list. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> while that may work for you, Kayla. <laughs>
1: there's something about
0: There's something <laughs> about calendars and agendas that I just don't vibe with. My brain doesn't click. Uh-huh. And I kept see- I kept seeing this app on TikTok of people being like, I downloaded a Notion, it's completely changed my life. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'll try it out. I'm bored. Um and I- I'm sorry to say TikTok is right on this one. Um sometimes it is. There's- sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. Um what I love about this is um I'll talk about it in like relation to like this podcast, right? So all the back end stuff on this podcast, like show notes. Um, like, social media stuff, we've got it, we've since consolidated it into one Google Drive, right? But it's still, like, a bunch, it's in a bunch of different places. Sometimes I have things that Kayla doesn't have access to. Sometimes Kayla has things I don't have access to. Sometimes there's things that somehow got created, and neither of us have access to. <coughs> um, And we were, our podcast is live on so many places, and we don't know the passwords to some of them, so, you know, love that for us. But with this... Everything is in one place. And that's what I love about it. And I think because that I get to, you know, organize things how it works for me, whereas you can't really do that with calendars and agendas. You got your boxes and your lines, but you can't like do things necessarily in a creative way. I think this app is the reason why I think it works for so many people. It is creativity first and it just it scratches the same inch as like doing like a spreadsheet does for me but i just get to see everything that i need to do and if you're that kind of person that just needs to check something off your list and that is your main motivation for getting it done this is the number one thing for you so it's able free to download there is like a pro version you can get you don't need it get the free version you can do it online or you can download it to your computer ipad phone it syncs across all devices um it's, this sounds sponsored by i promise it's not although i wish it was um uh, give us your money yeah literally <laughs> um yeah go download it it's it i don't say it has changed my life lightly but it has it's it's the way i'm also keeping track of my expenses my budgeting all that stuff it's just so easy so compact and just pretty to look at i think that's another thing too it's just the aesthetic of it i just love it so, download it or else I will know and I will come for you. Um just try it once. I promise you. Yeah. Uh, he's not joking life.
1: about He's not joking about that. He messaged me to ask if I used it yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Literally, guys, I I put I put screenshots of it on my Instagram story to let people know, "Hey, go and try this thing because I swear to you" It'll work. I mean, it it just has, you know? So go and change your life today. Download Notion at Notion.com with with promo code Avatar. That's my tryout for the Notion people listening to give us the sponsorship. Give us your money. Um,
1: Give us your money. (laughs) Kayla, where can our listeners find us? so if you'd like to stay up to date on what's next for the avatar hour podcast you can follow us on facebook and instagram at the avatar hour podcast and on twitter at avatar hour and of course we're also on TikTok at the avatar hour pod and if you got any theories head cannons thoughts memes whatever or you just want to say hello just send us an email at the avatar at gmail.com or send it over direct messages on any of the platforms that i just mentioned
0: and before you go, please take a moment to make sure you are following or are subscribed to our show wherever you get your podcast. And if you'd like to leave a review and let us know what you think about the show, reviews really help the show find more people and help grow our avatar, our family. And it's also a good way to get constructive feedback. Constructive, constructive. Feedback. Don't be an
1: asshole, guys. Don't be an please. asshole. Yeah.
0: But yeah, thank you guys so much. That's it for us today. That's our 100th episode. We will see you in two weeks. Uh, where we will be starting our official recap of The Legend of Quarry season two with the Rebel Spirit and the Southern Light. So stay tuned for that. My name is Andre.
1: And I'm Kayla. Bye, Bye everyone. everyone.